0: Hey, hey, homebodies! What's happening? It's your girl Rachel Presser, the toe lady, coming at you live from my bunker in the Bronx. And before we get started, here's a quick word from our sponsor, House Naturals. House Naturals makes a variety of green, vegan household cleaners you can use on any surface, from countertops to granite to steel to glass to like that really disgusting bathroom you should probably go get off your ass and clean it at some point. I mean, we're under lockdown, so like I got anything else to do. So yeah, go pick up a bottle at Walmart, Target, your shrine of consumer capitalism, of your choice. Or better yet, why don't you just go to the mall and go see if they have it there? Because we're going to be discussing repurposed malls today. So yeah, I'm was actually i actually really, really fascinated by this topic. As someone who grew up at like the peak of mall culture, and then just recently um, I got into this series on YouTube called Dead Malls, a very talented um baltimore area filmmaker uh, dan bell puts this series out along with his hilarious series called another dirty room um oh my god you have to see another dirty room it's so funny and it's just so amazing um like the disgusting things that they find in these rooms but um yeah the dead mall series in particular is just so interesting um like he just explores he's like old um abandoned apartment stores, shopping centers and like Um, malls that are still standing, and yeah, it's amazing. And so, I'm going to be discussing, though, like, the malls that get repurposed rather than just sit there abandoned. And, um, there's just, like, so many interesting microcosms that led to the mall boom to begin with, and then how malls actually began to die out, and what, like, communities and real estate developers are starting to do with them now. Um, And so one of the most fascinating things that actually is being done to some dead malls is that some of them are being turned into housing. Um, If they're not turning into things like condos or, like, micro-apartments, some are actually being, like, figured specifically as, like, senior housing, you know, because they have that climate control aspect and, you know, like, really small rooms, um, you you know, which, you know... seniors who are in, like, assisted living or in rest home types of situations, like, are usually not really, like, taking anything with them, so it tends to be a good fit, especially since, um, accessibility in these old malls also tends to be better than some of, like, the really awful accessibility with some other larger structures, depending on where you are, um... And, yeah, and so in one of my old uh, gaming columns, I actually got into, um, you know, repurposed malls, and how, um, and for the ones that haven't been repurposed, like, the fact that things like, um, like, actually, like, gaming actually is revitalizing a lot of them, is particularly, like, escape rooms and, like, virtual reality experiences because it's the kind of thing that people would go out for. But since I'm recording this five months into the pandemic, well, we're not you know, seeing it now. People aren't going out for things, um, you know, to help flatten the curve, keep us all safe. But um, an interesting thing happening though is that some malls are still being repurposed into housing, and one of the one of the most prominent examples would be the Providence Arcade in Rogue Island, where that one got turned into forty eight tiny apartments.
1: Um, right on the premises, like restaurants, coffee shops, and then they also egged a hair salon that wasn't initially in this particular mall. And it's just really interesting to see this, because I think that, like, the pandemic notwithstanding, we should see more of this. Because if there's one thing I can just see from, you know, my fever discussions on Twitter in the podcast sphere and basically all the ways that I'm able to be out in the world now without literally being out in the world because there's a goddamn pandemic out there, it's that people, like, really want community um, and that, you know, our urban planning and building of the past, like, 50, 60 plus years has been very isolationist in nature. And you could chalk this up, you know, to the over-vaunting of the nuclear family. Yeah, that's one aspect. But then you also, you know, had a lot of communities and cultures that have kind of, like, eroded as a a condition of capitalism. Um, And then you've just, there's just so many other factors. So many. But um, one thing that that people just seem to be really starved for, though, is community. And that... Repurposing a mall, um, you know, to become housing just seems to be a natural direction for some of these structures. Because first, yeah, you have people, you know, like those who grew up in my generation who are like, stoked at the really cool novelty of living in what used to be a mall. But then you also have a lot of practical aspects, like, yeah, like with pandemic notwithstanding, like... Imagine that like you have' an, you know you have a little like studio apartment um and then you know a bunch of your friends like live in the same building with you so that you're not you''re not roommates you don't have to like you know worry about like if they're using the bathroom and you need to go or um they're like oh my god, I'm so sick of them you know like stealing my pizza without paying for it like. No, like, you have your own place, you have privacy, they have, like, their own place, like, down the hallway or maybe on the floor below you. And then you're able to just, like, hang out in, in like, the food court or, like, that VR experience, you know, that opened up, like, on the other side of the property. Um, and then, you, yeah, you have, like, public areas, you know, so that people who aren't residents, you know, can shop, visit, dine get their hair done, um, you know, depending on what's open there. Um, And then you also have, like, private areas, you know, just for the residents, like private gardens or, like, a private gym or what have you. Like, think about it. Like, the possibilities are kind of endless. And because you already have this really great infrastructure there that's also meant to handle, you know, the stress of a lot of people on the premises... Um, I think that it's just a natural progression for it, you know, to become housing that can actually, like, you know, still accommodate a community and be able to foster, you know, a bigger community than, oh, like, people just strewn across random blocks or, like, you're in, like, one apartment building but your friend is, like, several miles away in another building and you can't always get together. And so... That's the thing. I just think it's a very natural progression for it, especially, you know, as we're, you know, with uh, climate change and everything kind of being a response to all this, like, insane, like, overbuilding and, like, building these, like, huge resource-chugging properties. Like, yeah, there's some interesting duality, who you know, I discovered with home building when I was, like, researching this stuff. And that, like, there's... Like, the average American home size keeps getting bigger and bigger, but then there's more pushes, though, yeah, as a result of both desire for community, wanting to, like, you know, step, um, you know, try to step up the fight against climate change to get higher density housing and get, you know, like, more people, like, living closer together. And all while... Household size is declining because, yeah, a lot of us aren't having kids and or aren't getting married. Um, And then there's just less housing security overall. And I just think that, yeah, we're kind of going to be seeing like a perfect storm soon, you know, of like, yeah, it's not just like, yeah, like the older millennials who have like firmly decided they're not going to have kids or they're just, you know, they're delaying or foregoing, you know, getting married because they either never found anyone or they're like, oh, it just doesn't make sense with the way the world, the economy is going. Not going to bother. And then you also got like, a lot of seniors who are also you know, looking to either age in place or like they want to downsize. Um, I think that, yeah, we're going kind to of be kind of seeing a perfect storm of like a huge demand you Know for like studio, one bedroom, like little two bedroom places, or whether both to buy and to rent. And so, yeah, just like imagine that, yeah, like you can just have like your friends over more often because you can, you know, it doesn't matter, like they don't have to actually go in your house. You could just meet downstairs and like go to the coffee shop on the premises. Um, like you, you, you don't actually have to, you can like. Get away from home without actually leaving home, if that makes sense. And, I don't know, I just think that um, this kind of thing would really take off. And when I posted about it on Twitter when I was still writing this piece, I got this overwhelming response that a lot of people really want to see this, you know, compared to, like, the other developments that they currently see going up. Because it's not just about, like pasting amenities someplace it's how those amenities are laid out who can access them how are they being used by the people who actually live there and i just really think that yeah there's going to be this overwhelming push you know for denser housing more housing units like this and real estate developers and um you know like urban planners and and municipalities around the nation. Don't screw this up. <laughs> don't screw this up. You got a golden opportunity right here. To really make something out of these like. Old shrines to capitalism. To really make them into something cool and memorable. And that, that people are actually going to want to live in. And I love to see more homes that you know used to be malls. Um. I think that, I think there's a lot of good that can come out of it. So, if you're interested for more hot takes in urban planning, be sure to check out more of my work at homestragosphere.com. Go give us a follow on Twitter at homestragos and I'll catch you again next time.